Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You are listening to the Cricket Corner podcast with me, Watsal Bora. And Rahul finishes things off in style. A magnificent strike into the crowd. And India have beaten Australia in their opening game of the 2023 World Cup. My word, I am full of adrenaline as you can point it out from my voice here. I'm recording this podcast straight after the match. Like KL Rahul has just hit the winning runs like five minutes ago and here I am already in in the recording studio or whatever you want to call my home in front of the microphone and here I am talking to you and recording this podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Cricket Corner podcast with me Watsalvora. India have secured a great six wicket victory over Australia in the fourth one day international in this one day series. No, no, no. That joke has gotten too old now. India have beaten Australia by six wickets in their opening game of the 2023 Cricket World Cup in Chennai. And quite sensational. It, it, it has been one of the best games of this World Cup. Yes, we have only had, what, five games. But I, I think this has been the game of the tournament so far. So much happening in the game. Bowlers picking up wickets. Openers losing wickets, nice partnerships, winning runs, dropped catches, you name it and this game has got it. It has been outstanding to watch and uh, credit to India, credit to Krail Rahul, man of the match, 97 of 115 deliveries, 97 not out. He was joined there by Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli scoring 85 of 116 deliveries and was dismissed right when India needed 20 odd runs. But magnificent, magnificent performance as far as the Indian side is concerned. And uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't look like on paper India were only chasing what 200 runs. But yeah, it didn't look that easy if if you have seen the match, if you have not seen a ball of this game, you might feel like, oh, routine chase for India, doesn't it? Looks like like they've chased down with barely 52 balls remaining. So what? That is nine overs basically remaining. Seems like a routine victory for India. But no, 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 no. The reason why I am I have, I'm in so much adrenaline rush at the moment is because India made things difficult for themselves. At one stage... India were two for three and that's not the Australian way of 
looking at a scoreboard. No, it's the traditional English way of looking at a scoreboard that you have scored just two runs and they have lost three wickets thanks to Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood bowling with the new ball. And it looked like, oh, oh we have come back here, haven't we? It, it gave flashbacks of the 2019 World Cup semi-final against New Zealand when India were 5 for 3 chasing 230 odd but uh, yeah credit to KL Rahul and uh, Virat Kohli to get India out of this situation and secure a wonderful partnership and which guided in England which guided India sorry to the victory the partnership for fourth wicket was 165 runs from 215 deliveries they soaked the pressure like a sponge and when the time arrived they hit their they did hit their shots and they did propel india to this magnificent victory i i don't know where to start we can start by talking about the australian innings because it was australia who won the toss and elected to bat first and now that my adrenaline rush has died down a little, let's let's get serious here and talk about Australia's innings to begin with. Australia had 199 on board. They were pulled out for 199. They did reach 50 overs if I'm not wrong. But yeah, 199 for them. And let's go back to the toss where I briefly mentioned that Pat Cummins, the Australian skipper, did win the toss and elect to bat first. I think that was the right decision. I personally feel, regardless of them getting bundled out for just 199, I personally feel like that was the right decision because it was a typical Chennai wicket. Now, those of you who has who has followed Indian cricket for a long period of time or has followed the Indian Premier League for a prolonged period of time, know exactly how the Chennai pitch is going to play. Chennai pitch will be cracky. Chennai pitch will offer you turn from the very first innings, be it a T20 game or be it a one-day international game. And that is exactly how it panned out. The Chepok wicket had cracks. And the reason why I still believe that Pat Cummins' decision to bat first on this wicket was the right one, because I, I completely agree with Australian way of thinking, is that the pitch is only going to get worse from here. It cannot get any better than what it is at the moment. And that is the reason why I think winning the toss and batting first was the right decision. Now, credit to the Indian spinners, the likes of Jadeja, Ashwin and Kuldeep Yadav for con controlling the innings, picking up crucial wickets here and there and not allowing any Australians to settle in. Ravichandran Akshin picking up 1 for 34. Kuldeep Yadav 2 for 42. But the pick of the bowlers has to be Ravindra Jadeja. 3 for 28 on a pitch he knows the best. Playing for Chennai. Playing under a spin, wiz spin wizard in the form of Mahendra Singh Dhoni. I think he exploited the conditions to the fullest. And he picked up some crucial wickets as well. He picked up the all-important wicket of Manas Labushain when he was batting at 27. Steve Smith was looking in a league of his own. 46 of 71 deliveries, but it was bowled by an absolute chaffa from Steve Smith. You could have had a prime Ricky Ponting in front of that delivery, but the way it gripped 
and the subtleness in that spin i don't think even prime ricky ponting would have had any answers to that delivery it was just mesmerizing to see so he picked up the wicket of steve smith as i mentioned he also picked up the wicket of glenn maxwell oh sorry manas labushain and then he picked up the all important wicket of alex carey lbw out for not so ravind jadeja was just exceptional as i mentioned before india didn't allow australians to have a healthy partnership whatsoever they they managed the indian spinners in particular managed to pick wickets at regular intervals and it was quite evident uh by the by the by the smaller smaller partnerships which australia could form yes david warner and steve smith did have a sort of healthy partnership for the second wicket when they added 69 runs of 85 deliveries nice one that and uh, apart from that there was barely any partnership like david warner and steve smith added 69 but then the partnership between steve smith and manas labushain was just 36 and then glen maxwell and labushain was 9 maxwell and carey not maxwell and green just 21 pat cummins and green not stark and cummins did try to add a few runs here and there 25 for them stark and zampire adding 24 so the tail did contribute towards the end because uh, australians were 147 when they lost cameron green and they did add on 60 more runs by the help of their tail well on the on the on the grand scheme of thing it didn't matter but uh, if you are someone who is supporting england india very closely you know for a fact that india always struggled to get the tail out be it test cricket or one day cricket kind of happened today but apart from that it didn't matter to be honest Indian bowling was just on point all the time and um, I think each we talked heavily about the spinners the likes of Ravi Chandran Ashwin the likes of Kuldeep Yadav Ravindra Jadeja picking up six wickets between them but the Indian pacers did that job as well Jasprit Bumrah picking up two wickets Mohammad Siraj picking up one and so did Hardik Pandya but credit to the indian bowlers the pitch was tailor made for them as i mentioned the likes of kuldeep yadav and ravindra jadeja exploiting the conditions to the fullest the reason why ravindra jadeja was so crucial and so important in keeping australia down to just 199 was the fact not that not only he is well accustomed to the pitch and the conditions at chepauk but he also goes through his overs really quickly and now you must have heard it time and time again that uh, from various commentators and cricket experts online that ravindra jadeja is really difficult to handle because in a blink of an eye he gets his over done and uh, that didn't pro- and i f- personally feel like that didn't allow a, a batsman to settle down quickly you can see alex carey bundled out for just uh, for a not after just facing two deliveries is mainly down to the fact that he was being rushed by ravindra ravindra jadeja that he was not allowed to settle in into the crease and when he tried to play that shot he was trapped in front i think he did want to take a review but the 15 second countdown was done and it looked quite disappointing that it was that he was not allowed to take the review but in the end the the hawkeye did show that it was clipping leg stump so it would have been a wasted review anyway uh similar to how marcus uh, manas labushain wasted his review that was clear nick there i don't know why he decided to review that one of uh, ravindra jadeja when he was caught behind by kl rahul but 
yes the indian bowlers did do their best but credit where credit is due to the england to the english so yes the indian bowlers did well oh, i'm getting all lost for words here the indian bowlers did really well but credit to the indian fielders as well i think the indian fielding was on point today and they saved some vital runs i think the cover fielding was quite good with the likes of shreyas ayer in there ishan kishan had a good field display virat kohli took an excellent catch to dismiss mitchell marsh for a not in the very first in the i think it was it the second over i guess uh, of jaspreet bumrah the catch at first slip that was quite good and the fielding down at the boundary was quite decent as well uh, helping australia not helping australia to pile on the runs and put pressure back on the bowling side so when it came to the fielding aspect of things i think india's performance was just breathtaking i think credit to kl rahul the wicketkeeper as well we talked highly about kl rahul the batsman but kl rahul the wicketkeeper also helped india save some really good runs i think the catches he took were really good as well and he was he was uh how shall i put it he was motivating the bowlers he was chanting to the bowlers he was not allowing the batsmen to settle behind the stumps and when you know that out of 50 30 overs are being bowled by your spinners you ne- you will be there at the stumps for a majority part of the see of the innings and you need to put the batsmen under pressure by constantly like disturbing them or chanting against them and that's something kl rahul did to the fullest and uh, i think it was an overall display from the indians to restrict australia to just 199 runs and uh, yes the pitch coming back to the pitch yes yes it was not a 300 320 kind of a pitch well, we were spoiled by south africa yesterday when they scored 428 runs but i feel like this pitch was completely different and i think a good total on this pitch would have been in the region of 250 to 260 if you are a good enough side then you can have trouble the opposition by getting to that 170 175 mark but i think 200 was too 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 less of a target which didn't which on paper shouldn't have troubled the the amazing indian pool of batsmen granted there was no shubman gill in this squad as we had mentioned in the preview episode he is suffering from dengue and that's the reason why he sat out of this game and in came ishan kishan but the start the australian bowlers had their tails up and the way mitchell stark and josh aisel would bowl their first spell was just mesmerizing to see even as an indian fan you have to just stand up there and clap because they got ishan kishan out for a not rohit sharma was dismissed for a not and shreyas ayer was dismissed for a not as well so like three batsmen who have had good run coming into the world cup rohit sharma has had a decent asia cup series ishan kishan had a decent asia cup series shreyas ayer scored a century against australia in the one day international series prior to the world cup so it was all down to it was all down to the bowlers to get those wickets rohit sharma was plumb in front he was adjudged adjudged lbw by hazelwood stark took the wicket of ishan kishan who i think who was who edged it to second slip or gully to 
Cameron Green and Shreyas Iyer tried to hit a very fancy cover drive and he and he was caught at extra cover where there was or uh, where there was David Warner standing and he was also dismissed by Josh Hazelwood I think Stark and Hazelwood were excellent and I think the way Virat Kohli and KL Rahul negotiated them was was master masterful I think yes the strike rates weren't up there we all know how good Virat Kohli and KL Rahul can be when it comes to their strike rates they are both very much capable of playing at a strike rate well above 100 but in the end it was playing according to the situation and that's exactly how virat kohli and kl rahul did i'm i'm impressed by virat kohli he is the master of a run chase he his his brain literally works like a computer when you have a target up uh, when he has a target in front of him he he can he can understand the conditions he can then calculate what kind of runs he needs to score against what kind of bowlers and he does that so well he he defends the odd ball he he can play an aggressive shot to put the put the bowler back put the pressure back on the bowlers in a way and i think it was quite evident by how he played he was running hard like he's always done in his 80 in the in his knock of 85 runs of 116 deliveries he scored just six boundaries so that's just 24 runs coming off fours i think he ran like 60 odd runs and that's what you expect from someone like virat kohli yes the target was small but in the end i think it was you need a cool head out there and credit to india they had two cool heads out there in the middle virat kohli master of chase as we have mentioned but kl rahul in there as well i i i have spoken so highly of kl rahul on the podcast of late i think he's had an excellent return from injury he scored that 100 against pakistan in the asia cup and when he had to captain india in the absence of rohit sharma and virat kohli in the in the first two ODIs against Australia prior to the World Cup I think he showed that why he is India's most important middle order batsman we saw him in one of the innings I think was it in Mohali where he was playing around the conditions similar an uh, uh, in innings very similar to what he played today where he came in with early wickets down he knew that he cannot go bang 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 and attack the bowlers he knew for a fact that he has to be on the crease he has to anchor the innings he has to take those occasional ones and twos and occasional boundary to put the pressure back on the bowlers and that is exactly what he did today but in the second one day or in i think was it gwalior or somewhere or mohali was it i think the second one day, no the first one day was at mohali the second one was at gwalior there he showed that he has that attacking intent in him as well when it comes to playing in the middle order today it was the former kl rahul the anchor of the innings kind of and KL Rahul and he he supported Virat Kohli really well at one point in time when the target was really small and India needed what to score at just 3 or 2.8 runs per over i think it was the matter of who would reach their century before and i it all felt like it would be Virat Kohli but when he was at 85 he was dismissed or by Josh Hazelwood Hazelwood picking up 3 for 38 pick of the bowlers as far as the Australians are concerned but then once Virat Kohli was dismissed it was really difficult for someone like KL Rahul to get his century because 
Hardik Pandya came out and he started to hit some runs. He hit 1-6 and it felt like, oh, hang on, KL Rahul might not get his century. But then, I think was it like five runs to go, India needed five runs of nine overs. The, tar- the game is already in the bag. KL Rahul was batting at 91. Okay, so five runs needed. And KL Rahul needed nine more runs to get the century, right? Commentators, I think it was Ravi Shastri on comms, he said that what KL Rahul should do, he should go over extra cover, one bounce four, India would need one run to win, and then you can hit it for six, you can finish a game by hitting the six, and you can get your century by hitting that six as well. If things would have gone based on how Ravi Shastri mentioned it in the commentary box, KL Rahul would have ended the innings on 101 not out, and... That would have been one of his best centuries in an Indian shirt. KL Rahul, I think, was thinking the exactly same, exactly the same thing as Ravi Shastri was doing it in commentary box. And the reason why I'm laughing here is because KL Rahul did the exact thing what Ravi Shastri called in the commentary box. You should go over extra cover, one bounce four. But unfortunately for KL Rahul, he timed the ball so well that the ball just sailed over the extra cover boundary for a six. He ended up on 97 not out and India won the match. And the expression on his face was like, like I should not say a sad face because in the end he did take India to a victory against a really good Australian side on a very difficult pitch. But he had that shock on his face that hang on, this should have been a boundary, not a six. I've missed a century here. That expression was just like so funny and it was a fitting end to, fitting way to end a breathtaking run chase. India are go, India have picked up two points here and I think it's they have just started the World Cup in the most perfect way. Yes, there have, there were concerns and those concerns were the top order, Rohit Sharma, zero, Ishan Kishan, zero, Shreyas Iyer, zero. That's the only concern that India have India have had whilst beating Australia in Chennai. The spin bowling was great. The fast bowling was great. The Indian fielding was great. KL Rahul was great with the gloves behind the stumps as well. All those boxes were checked, but the only box which remained unchecked is India's top order. Uh, yes, India's top order could be better if there was uh, Shubman Gill, but we still don't know how bad is that dengue illness. India plays Afghanistan in um, New Delhi on Wednesday, so which is like in three days' time. And... Uh, I'm not sure whether uh, whether India in the Indian management and the Indian physios would want to risk Shubman Gill in that game. I think if if I am a part of the Indian management, I would personally even if Shubman Gill is fit, I wouldn't want to risk him against uh, against Afghanistan because that game is on the Wednesday. Three days after that, on Saturday is the all important game against Ahmed uh, against Pakistan in Ahmedabad and I want Shubman Gill to be perfectly fit and fine for that game because that's a crucial game. A lot of people are going to turn up for that game. There's a lot of hype 
surrounding that gap and the pressure will be on the indian top order and all the indian batsmen to perform on that day you need your best players out there in the middle and i personally would rather sacrifice uh, his uh, shubman gill's place against afghanistan if he is fit and ready to play against pakistan but uh, that we'll talk about that when in due course right now let's enjoy an indian victory and a wonderful wonderful way for them to open their 2023 world cup campaign india are the favorites india were the favorites they are still the favorites now and after the win today i don't see any team that can challenge india yes you can have an odd game here and there but india look formidably strong that bowling looks so good that batting apart from what happened earlier against australia i think that batting looks quite settled as well kl rahul was given the man of the match and it was a very interesting fact someone said in the commentary box what is ian bishop or someone i don't quite remember but they said that whenever india have won a world cup they have beaten australia they did it in 1983 they did beat australia in the quarter finals of the 2011 world cup that was at that was in ahmedabad as well so a lot of ahmedabad stories building up here but um, yeah and australia have been uh, india have been australia he, uh, on in the 2023 world cup as well is it signs that india can go all the way i think one of my friends told me that one should not hype the game regardless of how good india play don't hype the game when they beat don't hype the team when they beat afghanistan please don't hype the hype them when they beat pakistan don't hype even if they make it to the semi finals let's stay grounded this has been a wonderful wonderful display of batsmanship and spin bowling and credit to india well australia they have a lot to ponder as well let's just check whom are they going to face next i have got espn cricket for right in front of me oh yeah on thursday so the day after india's game against afghanistan australia will play south africa and that will be in lucknow in the state of uttar pradesh could be a really difficult game if you personally ask me because south africa have had the number of australia when they played each other in the one day series in south africa so that could be yet another difficult game as far as the australians is concerned and they really want will want to bounce back after their defeat to india but yeah that's the match review i hope you guys enjoy the ma- enjoyed the match i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as well India have recorded a six wicket victory KL Rahul man of the match with 97 not out Virat Kohli with a brilliant 85 Ravindra Jadeja picking up three wickets Kuldeep Yadav picking up two wickets and so did Jasprit Bumrah he ended up with two wickets to himself as well so yeah good start for India good start to their 2023 world cup campaign as they look to win their third world cup title This is me Watsal Vora signing off now I'll quickly edit this podcast and tune in to watch the Qatar Grand Prix and yet another Max Verstappen win but hey it's the sports carnival when one sports end another one begins This is me Watsal Vora signing off Ciao for now Sports Social Podcast Network